on the miles with that yank hard yesterday, Skip. I be on these miles of hen dog, and now y'all got problems with me. That, Let uh... me celebrate. Yeah. Alright, Microphone check, microphone check, microphone check, microphone check, microphone check. Yo. Um, jukebox is in the building, and it's a solo what show up, tonight. Dudes? Solo show tonight. Definitely solo dolo. Not a lot of people to check on the tonight. duo. Let's get this motherfucker started, man. Yeah, man. Let's get it ready. Let's man. get this motherfucker ready, man. Episode twenty-two. Long night, you heard? Uh, this song is from G Yamayazawa, featuring Caroline Zone, Elevator J. Elevator. It's called That's My Shit. Let's All rock right, out let's for a minute before we get into this shit. From the city or not? Nah? I put okay on somewhere. That's what's up. I normally don't do this. Shout out to talented people actually out here making music. For sure, for sure, for sure. I done for heard sure. some bullshit over the last couple weeks from you know, local rappers. Even when your shit is trash, you gotta be able to. You know what I'm saying? Finesse it like Uzi Verton. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I know it's still niggas out here making trash, recording they crib and shit. Oh yeah, on a computer mic. Oh nah, we should be above that. Yeah, I'm giving y'all all this flavor today just because one nigga Elevator J on this. Shout out Elevator J, man. That's my shit. That's my shit. Ride round the block, let it knock in the whip. Yeah, that's my shit. That's my shit. Gonna let it ride, put the hop to my hip, baby. That's my shit. That's my shit. I'm a BG, but you already know. That I don't give a fuck what you thought about me. If you coming for me, then I'm already gone. Yo, what up, man? It's your boy Jumpman Jones. You live inside episode 22 of the Kickin' Shit Podcast. That's right. I'm in here, and my man to my right, you know what it is. Yo, 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 yo it's your boy Jukebox, man. We in here one more week. One more week. What happened next week? Nothing. I'm just saying. It was oh, another, another week. week. Plus a week. Yeah. No doubt. Episode 22. Episode we 22. We getting up there. <laughs> Definitely, We man. growing up, man. We we, uh, we we can buy liquor. You know what I'm saying? So we bought some. And um, <laughs> and we getting up there, man. It's another week. Another week down. Another week episode down. 22, my dude. Just like my rims. I want to thank everybody for starting a Monday with the Kick and Shit crew. Um... Shout out to Miss Nikki. It is her birthday weekend, so she is not here. So shout out to her. Uh, Happy birthday to her. She's going out to eat tonight. She's got a date. Ooh, I know y'all going to want the tea on that date. She got a date for real? She got a date. I'm about to text her. That's (laughs) that's how she do. She could have made that shit a double. (laughs) 
<laughs> real spicy, like man. And she tailgating tomorrow at uh. Good but for her. By the time y'all hear this shit, is all over with. True that. It'd be Columbus Day, man. Shout out Christopher Columbus. Oh man, go ahead. No, that nigga gets no props <laughs> from me, man. Fuck oh yeah, year, man. man. Really, man. Okay, not shout out Christopher Columbus. I do appreciate you for giving me the day off, though. Man, yo. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what? Matter of fact, Christopher Columbus. That's for you, my nigga. This white girl checked me. I was like, eh, thank God for Christopher Columbus. She was like, it actually should be National Indigenous People Day. I was like, well, if you say so. As long as I'm <laughs> off, I'll be off. I'm celebrating regardless. I get to drink on Sunday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yo, man, how was your week, though? You know, that shit was straight, you know, still adjusting to the new job and shit. I was driving Postmates this week as well. Uh, shout out to the lady that bought four cases of water from Walmart I had to go pick up. And then I, she looked like she had that bread. So I was like, she about to tip me real well. And she was like, how do I tip on this? I was like, you just do it in the app. So I get in my car and I drive off and I see I got the tip. A dollar and 61 cents. Fuck you, bitch. Whoa. I carried that shit into your crib. Four cases of water. I carried it into your crib, man. <laughs> the white dude I brought Chinese food to, he gave me $5. Cash. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. Oh, God. All right, man. Uh, So apparently you're mad. <laughs> yeah, man. Bitch was driving a Mercedes, God man. damn. <laughs> I'm thinking at least tip me 10. Four cases of water, bruh. Oh, God. No, I feel you. Carried that I shit to her you. crib inside. Dropped it off. Dropped it off. You dropped should, it off? I should have dropped it off for real. <laughs> that probably was the real tip. She probably do that shit every weekend. Probably, oh, Let God. me see if I can get somebody to deliver this pizza or deliver this water to my house. See how strapping and strong he is. <laughs> <sighs> man. What's next? Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Let's dive into episode 22. <laughs> he said I strapped him as strong <laughs> Oh man, let's dive into episode 22, man um, uh, Shout out <laughs> Yo, we gonna shout out Earl Thomas, man From the Seattle Seahawks Shout out Earl, man My man was holding out Because, you know, he wanted some more paper on that contract They franchise tagged him He's trying to be signed He did express he wanted to go to the Dallas Cowboys Oh yeah, he begged Jerry Jones I wouldn't have gave that man no paper either But, um he decided to come back to work, and first day back at work, was it ACL? Uh, no, nah, I don't think it was an ACL injury. It was some kind of a knee injury, though. Okay. He out for the year. Yeah. So on his way off the field, he did what we all feel like doing when we were leaving our jobs. He put his finger up to the sideline. Fuck you. <laughs> so shout out Earl. Yeah, man. Shout out. Throw the bird, man. <laughs> I feel like if I ever won the lottery, I would probably quit my job in similar fashion. But not if I got injured on the job. I'm like, fuck, I hope they take me back. Nobody going to want me now. I've always thought about, like, how I would leave my workplace. I'm definitely going to show my ass, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I always thought about how I would leave my house. I always thought about how I would leave my workplace, man. But I don't think I could do all that. I, I always say I would, but I don't care that much. At the end of the day, it always boils down to, like, I don't care that much. I'm almost like Carmichael, like. Just don't give a shit, huh? I just, whatever. Fuck that. I got to go out like a boss. Now nah, I probably won't. I'm probably like, you know, it's been a pleasure working with everybody. Um, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you all taught me things. I've learned things from each and every one of you. Take your and ass I hope home, I've nigga. 
taught you all something. <laughs> I hope I've taught you all something along the way. I just want you all to know, just because we don't work together doesn't mean we're not friends. It's been a pleasure. Jukebox out. Nigga, that's what they're going to give you on the way out the door. Hire him back. And they better give me some fried pork chops for the going away dinner. Yo, matter of fact, shout out to the tissue paper on Trump's shoe. Heck yeah, that shit was hanging there. That shit was viral. Everything that nigga do is viral. Shit stuck with that nigga like herpes. I did. Whoa. <laughs> Yo, gotta have it. Gotta gotta be ready. <laughs> Yo, I ain't want to get that nigga no shine, but I mean, damn, that shit was viral this week. Out of yeah. all things, that dumbass nigga. Yo, he tried somebody. Um, he tried somebody in a press conference. It was a woman. He always trying women. Oh yeah, man. He don't. He don't give a fuck about that Me Too shit. Trump don't give a fuck about nothing. Nothing, man. Like, yo, that's a gangster. Yeah, if that nigga was a rapper. He'd be like Fifty Cent. Yo, I heard with that Brett <laughs> Kavanaugh. Shit, well, Kavanaugh. Okay, okay, thank you. I heard with that whole shit, man. Like niggas was riding for him. Like. I mean, I was there. He ain't raper. Yeah, man. It's, it's a tricky thing because it was back uh, in. I was there. I did it. 1972. You know Who can really remember that far back? But if you got assaulted, I guess you'll never forget. Of course. But it was a spring break, you know. So I don't know, man. I've been on spring break before. I've been on senior week before. Niggas is down there getting drunk. <laughs> Niggas got intentions when they get down there. I feel like, I don't know. I've never been a, a woman before, but I feel like they got intentions when they get down there, too. <laughs> so I mean It is what it is man If she was assaulted Hopefully um, She found peace But don't seem like it Cause Nigga got confirmed <laughs> Well I mean It's an old ass case man They're Very old And then some of his boys Were saying they think It was them Not him and, and I thought that was real Like yo They really didn't take the bullet For, for like Yo I think yeah. I did it I think I hit it Not you Like wow yeah, you but know. you know, we just, I don't know, man, it's hard with politics to tell what's real and what's fake, because the Democrats could have just pulled that out of nowhere, found her, and said they wanted, you know, go ahead and bring uh, that allegation back up, because right. the Supreme Court is now going to be a majority uh, conservative, and you know, the Supreme Court, you can't get fired from the Supreme Court. Yeah, I heard. You there till you either resign or die. Well, he in for life. Yeah, so, I mean, even if we get a... Uh, a uh, Democratic president after Trump, the Supreme Court going to always be a majority uh, conservative How right many now. black people on the Supreme Court? Uh, I think I just think um, Clarence Thomas is the only one, I think. Damn. Niggas is losing, man. Yeah. I thought niggas was winning. We should have been rooting Obama. We should have been rooting the niggas that's trying to get on the it's Supreme It's hard to get. You got to get nominated by the president. That shit all politics, uh, Obama should have came in and nominated, he nominated a bunch of niggas. Uh, Susan... Uh, I don't know her name, but she's a Spanish woman. He nominated her with his pick. Okay, keep up nominating Brian. Yeah, but see, you gotta wait for I people do. to leave. You gotta wait for people to get out. Oh, start or when they die or quit. Start knocking niggas off. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I don't watch enough scandal and House of Cards. Shit like that probably do yeah. happen. Start just start. I'm just knocking niggas yeah, off. And then we got Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She on the way out. Mm. She another uh, liberal. These motherfuckers from. Segregation times is Oh yeah crazy. Old as shit bro. Old as fuck And Ruth Bader She wanted to retire But she knew uh, Since Trump When Trump won She knew she had to stick it out mm. Cause she's like Oh man We gonna get another conservative Cause she wants to retire She old as shit man I'm mm. sure she wanna enjoy Her last couple years Damn Last couple years <laughs> <laughs> She ain't got love stuff uh, Yo I also wanted to shout out The jury that found Jason Van Dyke Guilty of murder In the second degree Of Laquan McDonald uh, yeah. Chicago was he Chicago teenager? Uh, I don't know if nigga was a teen or not. Nigga was high as shit off PCP. 
uh, shot 16 times. Yeah, Over man. Kids. Walking down the street. Too they said kids. he had a, a knife in his hand. It was, I think it was like five cops. Um, and they told him to put the knife down. Why did he never use a taser? That's what I don't understand. But nigga, how on PCP, maybe they was like, yeah, this probably not going to phase him. But if they would have hit him a couple of ah. times, I feel like he would have been Gucci. Hit him with the taser. He would at least drop at him. At least take his legs out if you're going to shoot him. Because uh, it's not like the nigga was shooting back at you. He had a fucking knife. I like the nigga charge at you. I doubt that nigga you. was ninja. Yo, he could throw them shits. You know they know like takedown tactics. If he charges at you with a knife, all will he just move out the way and trip him. Yeah, aim for the shoulder something. I don't know, man. Hey, you cops got to do better. Yeah, it ain't definitely. a black white thing. It's a blue black thing. <laughs> it definitely is, but shit, man, I ain't, I don't like talking about the cops that much just because it's it's some good cops out there. Ah, right, you the fans. We can't let the we can't let the bad bad apples spoil the bunch. You show me the good cops, man. <laughs> you show me the good. Co- I'm gonna let you show me the good cops. Show America the good cops. The media would never show it. I gotta do it. It's my job. You go ahead. If man. you're a good cop out there, we're gonna start. A- <laughs> Nigga, boo me. Got it. That bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is he talking oh, about, shit, nigga? man? <laughs> All right, man. Yo, I I got honorable mention shout outs, man. I'm kind of pissed off. Jaquez trip remix was dope. I heard the nigga do the cover. This shit sounded fire. He snapped. And I wanted to correct myself from last week. If it's on YouTube and there's ever advertisement, is it advertisement or advertisement? Yeah, advertisement. I'm trying money. to be too big with words. Yeah. Advertisement. He could get advertisement money if he gets enough streams. And this is Jaquez. So he's gonna get he's gonna get streams. So yeah, he was trying to monetize that song. Not maybe not intentionally, but he was. But anyway, the shit was on Pornhub. So if y'all y'all out there, you know, beating your meat late at night and you wanted to hear some trip, Jaquez version was on Pornhub, but it was it was removed, man. Fucking Pornhub. Man, yeah, man. Y'all got niggas on there shitting on each other, but y'all can't have a remix. Jacquees, y'all gotta remove the remix. Man. Come Fuck on. Out man. Of here, man. Got niggas on there fucking their stepdaughters, but y'all gonna remove the remix? Whoa. What else y'all got on there, man? That got midgets up there getting fucked by big black stallions. But y'all gonna remove the remix? <laughs> Come on, man. You know the nigga said they got midgets getting fucked by. Yo, you on it, man. <laughs> You're right, though. Y'all gonna remove the remix, man, just because they came at y'all? Fuck out of here. Um, Le'Veon's Bell gonna re- he's gonna rejoin the Steelers this week. Hey, that's what's up, man. Who knows, man? Maybe we'll turn the Steelers season around. Trash ass squad. Or maybe he would just hurt himself as well and screw himself yeah. up a payday. First play of the game, <laughs> nigga hit a juke move. Uh, <laughs> you, you, know what? you gotta stay. You gotta stay in football shape. You sit at home. What uh-huh. you been sitting at home playing tackle football with? Nah, nigga just dropped the album. Oh my god, nigga's performing that shit somewhere. All I think right. in Florida he performing that shit. Uh, Yo, shit. these football, these football niggas got it. Hey, like, didn't that nigga Derwin, uh, on Derwin what? Davis on the game? Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, the quarterback. Did he drop an album or some shit? He was rapping. Oh, <laughs> I forgot what was my man name? Jose, I know his real name was like Jose. Jose, Jose Sanchez. Jose Sanchez Damn, was his real name. His name. I forgot the you quarterback name up. for the game. Oh, man, nigga, we not going nowhere till we look up that nigga's <laughs> character because he was the show. He had so many issues, and he finally found love with that girl that was uh-huh. on drugs, bro. Man, oh man, that was a good show. I was yeah, the game was I real was good. a game faithful, and that's the power of black people because we brought that shit back when we was watching the re- reruns like a motherfucker on BET. Oh yeah, and they was like, shit, we got to bring this shit back. Like, I watch this shit faithfully after work every day. Let's see, oh man, that Malik, Malik Wright. Wright, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Malik Wright, hey, man. And hey, you see my nigga Jay Ellis was on there, blue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 
Team Lawrence, Team Dale's, Blue. Dale's mad corny on that show. Yeah, he definitely mad was. Mad corny, but I was, I was insecure. With saved his career. No, I, also, I like Blue. Blue that nigga is a savage. The, nigga just got the Top Blue's Gun movie. I don't know if he the lead what? or not, but he in the Top Gun movie, the remake. Well, shout out that nigga Jay Ellis, man. Yeah, man, I gotta get your agent, bro. Shout out Jay Ellis, man. Um, I'm trying to get the remake for a couple of movies. That was a quick rundown of shit. Yeah. Shout out everybody that we shouted out. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know what I didn't load on here? That I originally loaded on here? What's that? My fucking headline news shit. Oh. Let's see what we got on here. <laughs> yeah. Niggas got a soundboard man. now. Hey, hey, hey. Don't tell the folks. Don't tell oh, them. Oh, nah. I'm just joking. We ain't got nothing. Ain't got no, we ain't got nothing. You just ain't worried about nothing. It was top of the headline news, man. <laughs> it was reported that in the state of Michigan, uh, people are going to be required to work who receive food stamps. Oh, I'm saying it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it all wrong. Hold on. It's all right, uh, man. Hold on. I got, I, got, I got shit now. It's cool, bro. If it's taking too long to log up, bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> you a showed anyway, so bring a stay. Yo, if you gave somebody your phone, do you think they would date you after they looked through it? Probably not. <laughs> I think they would. If I said I go to my search history, they Gucci. Oh damn. <laughs> you can't judge people by the search history. You don't know why they searching what they searching. That's true. But search you can make you. a pretty good assumption. Oh man, that ain't, that ain't even what I was looking for. All right, man. Educate us on Michigan, man. So, uh, the state of Michigan, I think starting today, which is Monday, um, they are going to start requiring people that are able bodies mm, yep, um, to work at least 20 hours or get into some kind of job placement program if you receive food stamp benefits. I think it's between the ages of like 18 and 40. So pretty much for everybody that found a way to live off the government, it's kind of like a stab at them. So we're going to make you work at least 20 hours a week or get into actively looking for a job and a job placement program. I was going to ask, do you think people who receive food stamps should be required to work? Mm, uh, Yeah, (laughs) but I think you should like I think they're doing it the right way. I think you should be required to work or either um, showing that you're trying to work because I mean, shit. I mean, God damn, everybody else doing this shit. And then people getting denied for food stamps. A lot of people. Because they make so-called too much, too much money. money yeah. Which is, which is a damn like shame. 20 grand, I think, 25? I think it is, like 25,000 or something. I guess it probably depends on the state, too. If you but, break 25,000 down over 20, what, 52 weeks? That ain't, that ain't no money, man. Yeah, man, that shit's kind of crazy. Like, that's really no money. Like, everybody should get fucking food stamps, man. A week. I'm pretty sure it's hard. That's before taxes. It. You really gonna get three hundred dollars? Yeah, that shit ain't worth it. Those should be the people getting food stamps. You out here trying, but then there's some people that just live off the government, man. Working at the bank, man. I be seeing so many people coming in there with their uh, disability check, so-called disabilities. Fucking, uh, I knew this one guy. Nigga came in happy as hell. I was like, "What's going on with you?" And he was like, um. He's like, man, I just came from the doctor. He diagnosed me with PTSD, so I'm getting an extra $380 a month. God damn. I said, what? <laughs> I I said, think, and I I'm sitting here, I got to work with your fucking ass. I think all black people should get that PTSD, man. Like we, I, I think black, being black in America, should, you should get a, like a PTSD. Tech. We, we suffer from post-traumatic trauma. 
Yeah, from shit. shit that happens in our lives via some racial shit that we couldn't really lash out for, so we had to hold in our anger. Like you don't really like as we dive into the subject of mental, like <laughs> white people have been able to lean on mental health for so long, and now other races are getting in in the on the discussion. And, yeah, uh, and they're wanting basically the same privilege and the same crutch. So as we dive into the whole. Mental stability of people I think the mental stability Of people who whose ancestors You enslaved How that trickle down effect works yeah. I think all type I think like I said I think all black people some, suffer, some, suffer some type of post-traumatic drama Yeah I mean I think you're right man Or and, stress in general that Some kind of stress three, or depression If he's getting 380 I think If you're brown in this country you need 380 exactly. <laughs> Oh that'd be sweet <laughs> 380 a I mean, shit, that's better than that 40 acres they owe. Yeah. I think definitely if you got insurance, you should probably go ahead and see you a therapist. Even if it's once a month or four times a year, I think you definitely need to go see a therapist, man. Shit's stressful out here, man. Oh, yeah. You got to find a way to deal with your stress. If not, turn out, be the crazy kid in class. Your kid might be the crazy kid in class. You might be beating on your girl. You know, something crazy gonna happen, man. Are you gonna take it out on your family? And they don't give you no pass when you beat on your girl. Hell nah. They'll give you a therapist in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Your ass is gonna do that time. Definitely gonna do that time, man. But, um. Yeah, but shout out Michigan, man. Do what you gotta do, man. Fuck it. I'm tired of people living off the motherfucking government. I don't give a shit. I'll say it. I get tired of this shit, man. Talk about it, nigga. You got the homeless people on the side of the road. Uh huh. I'm sure they're getting disability or getting some kind of check, SSI, some kind of VA benefits. Holding up signs all day, begging for money, going to drink that shit away where we ain't putting money in. You know, shit, maybe we could put money in education. Maybe we can build up some communities, something like that. But damn, all this money that's going to these um, social, well, social security ain't bad, but going to like food stamps, going to welfare and shit like that. You got to do a better vetting process, man. We just can't be giving out fucking money, man. Yeah, but at the same time, I've never been mad at those situations. And I've never been mad at those situations because, I don't know, do you feel that if your money didn't go to those people, you felt, do you feel like it would go to the right places? Uh, I honestly can't say it will, but I would like to at least you, know. You would, I'd like to give it a try, see where like, it would go. Do you know where your money goes now? Do you really know that? Could you account for every tax dollar they take from you? Nah, but I know a lot. Like, Well, from what I've read... That most of that shit goes to entitlement programs like SSI, food stamps, uh, fucking the VA, uh, welfare, shit like that. That's what I've read. Because we have wars that cost millions of dollars. So I would like to know where that money comes from. What have you read on that? Uh, yeah, that's in there too. So I, wa- I went, to, I got to find it. But it's an article that shows where money goes to for our tax dollars. And uh, the military does get a lot of it. But entitlements was the, the top percentage. So, if they take away entitlement programs, which I don't know what the top percentage is, then do they give the rest of the money to the military? I hope not. Hopefully, they put that shit into the the communities, which but we can't say they will. You don't, yeah, you don't know. We don't know, but I say it's worth a shot. Hmm. I mean, shit. If you get enough Republican presidents, I'm pretty sure they get rid of the whole system. Yeah. If you ask me, that's I, true. I think that would be their plan because. You got a community of rich people who feel like people who have the opportunity to um, be entrepreneurs and get out here and make money for themselves. And for those who don't, uh, fuck you. Yeah. And I've also seen a lot of people who are not Republicans share that same sentiment 
a yeah. lot of black people who have who had to really get out here and work for a living and it made everything off the strength of their hands or off the strength of the work that they put in. And so they feel the same way. Like they don't care about it and they feel like, you know, it damned if they do, damned if they don't. Yeah. But what if the money goes to like programs helping people find jobs, helping people find employment? Helping people get trades and things like that. I think my concern is even if that money goes to those programs, is that is that going to help people of color? That's my concern. If we take advantage of it, I think it would be. I mean, we take advantage of the system now. Yeah, but still, I don't, I'm not going to say we're the majority because I don't think we're the majority that takes advantage of the system. But I oh, think, okay. I think we do a lot take of white people take advantage of it. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I agree. I I totally. But agree now, with I don't that. think it's the white people we mad at that take advantage of it. Why not though? Because I mean, for what I see. What I know is you have to meet a certain. I feel like the white people we mad at are the ones that are in control, not the ones that live in the trailer parks. Should we be mad at poor people? Or should we be mad at people? In Shit, control? I say yeah, I'd be mad at poor folks. Why? Because they sit on their ass all day. The ones that's actually sitting on their ass all day that's able to work. I feel like yeah, we should be angry at them. Hmm. Why should I have to work? But not the, the powers that be. Who empower those people who are poor? I feel like the powers that be empower the people that are... I feel like the white power that be empowers the people that you don't like. Well, I'm not going to say you don't like because you didn't say that. I don't want to put words in your mouth. I'm going to say they empower the people at the bottom, the poor white folks. I want to say they empower them. They empower them by making them feel entitled. Making them feel like they're above the jobs that maybe they should go out and try to apply for. Making them feel like, you know, here's a system here for you, white man. We're going to color you and you know anybody else mm-hmm. who tries to do the same thing you do is less than you i don't know well, Maybe. I'm, I'm just putting that to you i don't feel like we talk about the same white people though i'm talking about white people meth heads drug addicts motherfucking scam artists i'll talk about those type of white people not like a white man that might have lost his job and now he can't find a job and he feel like he don't want to be doing like working at a mcdonald's or something like that not that kind of white guy i'm talking about like white people that just literally don't work they probably any money they got, they drug up on it, alcohol on it, don't take care of their children. We basically take care of their children with our uh, with our tax dollars, shit like that. I'm talking about them white folks. So are you saying, are we, are we supposed to be mad at them? Hell yeah. And not the powers that be? Get your life together. I got my shit together. I mean, I think we're forced to get our life together. I don't know. Me, I never really worry about, though, I, I guess I never really looked at it like that. I never really looked at um uh poor class white folks because i feel like they have at any point if they wanted to turn it on they would have to do less work to even get where i'm at right now and i think that's why i don't give a fuck about those people because the policies are in place for any time they want to get off meth they're going to take your job and supersede your job and then manage you and then tell you about how they were just on meth six months ago because of the powers above them that have it that they have in place i think they are at a point where they have the leisure to not look for a job, to chill, because they know the government will take care of them. I think black point, I think the black people who do it <clears throat> at the bottom are uh, don't necessarily have the leisure, and at the same time don't necessarily have the easiest route of getting up out of that situation e- either. So I mean, true. I feel like black people sometimes, especially the ones that are like, uh, you know, low income. I'm talking real low income. I feel like they just a little bit more ignorant to the fact of ways that they can get out of their situation. So I think they just going off what they know, 
which is let me go down to this um, benefits office to see if they pay my light bill for the month. I think it's all about well, everything is all about information, especially in our community. It's all about information because a lot of times when you go to uh, a lower class neighborhood, a lot of those people don't know that they can go and get certain things or they don't know that they have access to this or access to that. So if you don't know that you have access to certain things, who's really to blame for you being in that situation? This is why, this is why, and I hate to go off on this tangent, but this is why our community is always the only way out, sell drugs, play basketball, because that's the only information they're getting. They're not getting the information of you can go to college. Well, that information also comes along with a lot more information. If I wanted to go to college, how would I do it? I heard it's expensive. You get what I'm saying? So they need access. Access to information is important. And I feel like in their community, they have more access to information than we do. And that's why I say anytime that they want to turn it on and get off their ass and actually get out here and get a job, they can be more successful because they have the access to the information. And we don't necessarily have it. We have to give it to ourselves. We have to go back and give the information to our community once we get it. That's just my opinion. That is true. I feel like we got to teach each other and not rely on somebody else to teach us. Um, but then we got to also have to open ears. We got to be able to listen to those people and not say, you know, uh, fuck what you're saying. I don't believe you. Or uh, no, 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 like no, no, no. I agree. I agree. I really agree. Um, wow. Uh, this took a turn for the yeah, deepest. But, uh, yeah. My mom always say, uh, I don't know. I think she got it from Maya Angelou. But um, if you know better, you do better. So you definitely got to go out here and search this knowledge. We be on our phones all fucking day. Make it a, a least a, a daily habit to learn something new. Shout out Mama Country. That's what's up, man. Thank you for pushing me out. I think I was a C-section, actually. Before we, like, before I even, like, try to brighten up the mood, damn, we got more, like, before we get to the funny shit, we got one more thing to highlight. Oh, really? Damn. <laughs> shit, the food step shit should have been funny. Ah, oh, man. I think, hey, yo, you took it there this time. <laughs> yeah, I didn't man. take it this time. I'll let you take it there. I'll let you walk. <laughs> yo, um, we want to, um, highlight a story that we found, um, High school football player Dylan Thomas, he's a 16-year-old star linebacker. He died of a head injury. Damn, rest in paradise, I want to give you all a quick backstory on this situation. Football-related injuries, man. If I had a son, I don't know if I'd let him play football. I probably would let him play football, but if that's what he wanted to do, but I would be like, damn, I'd be nervous. I'd be scared every he play. And the story kind of goes like this. Dylan left the game injured in the third quarter. I think um, – has we has he spoke with athletic trainers and the team doctor? Dylan became incoherent and then he passed out. Weber said, uh, first responder Steve Fry and Dylan fell off the bench on the sideline. After the team went down, he woke up and said, "I can't feel my body," and then passed out again. Fry said, he was taken to the Wellstar Spalding Regional Hospital and then airlifted to Grady Memorial in Atlanta. He was pronounced dead Sunday night from a head injury. Uh. Um. I think my question here is I don't necessarily have a question I'm going to say something And then I'm going to let you dive in How you dive in But um Girl, I I'm think when I was a kid I was a kid <laughs> I was a kid man And I really wanted to Play football A lot Um and my mom would always say it was dangerous, you know. There's stories about people who get paralyzed from playing football. 
You know, you can land on your head, you can crack your spine, da 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 da. Um, I don't think people realize it happens a lot. Um, let's see. So I just want to give you a quick stat. Game-related deaths of football players are rare. They are. But for those who didn't know, they happen every fall. Last year, of the 4 million young people who play organized football, 13 died from the sport. That's according to the National Center for Catastrophic Sports Injury Research. Mm. Four of deaths had direct causes from on-field trauma or injuries, and nine deaths were due to indirect causes such as heat stroke or cardiac arrest. The 2017 death toll was consistent with the football-related fatalities dating back to 2000. I've known this information all my life. I argue a lot of females with sons down because I don't believe in piping down a young person's dreams of doing something if that's what they want to do. Um, I do realize football is a dangerous sport. And I've always known this information, but I think that information that I just read might be foreign to some people. People do pass away playing this sport um, for whatever reason. Um, what do you think the future of football is in America? I think people are still going to play it. Uh, I mean, I got to give the NFL kudos because they're definitely trying to make the game safer. It's just a real unsafe game. Because new helmets, they got new, uh, they got people wearing those neck pads now to kind of prevent concussions. They're definitely trying to make it safer. Um, high schools are making rules now about like summer practices. If it's a certain temperature, you can't have them out there where they pass and stuff on to kind of stop from dehydration. And I think people are trying to make the game safer, but I mean, it's just a dangerous sport. It all elements, man. Sport. You got a shitload of equipment on. You basically practice in the summer, the hot ass, the hottest summer. part of the summer you practicing in. Um, and then every play, somebody getting hit. Every play, regardless it's, if it's a touchdown or not, somebody got hit on that play. Uh, cornerback or safety Chris Harris of the Chicago Bears, maybe former safety now, um, was at my barbershop a long time ago, and he said every Sunday is a car accident. That's what I get in. Every Sunday it feels like a car accident. I can recall when we played with no pads in the backyard, and it took us maybe three days oh, for yeah. our body to Niggas be sore as shit. fully recover. You know, it's that first day you straight. That next morning you, like, stiff as fuck. Um, so, I, I mean, trust me, I could imagine the danger – in the sport, um, mm-hmm. I like I say, I, I still stand on the side of like you. I it's, it's our sport, it's an American sport. They have done their best to try to make it um safer. I do believe we're going to get to a point where the quarterback is not like you can't hit him. Oh, yeah, as long if he's in the backfield, just wrap touch him, him up. Y'all remember, we used to play wrap up either wrap or touch, yeah, like the minute he's touched with two hands. I think that's what it's going to end up being because I've seen quarterbacks get rid of footballs and now they're having to stop their forward momentum, the, uh, the defensive guys. Yeah. And so they don't uh, knock the uh, quarterback down. So I believe – I believe I was looking at the game uh, the other week and um, I think Von Miller knocked Patrick Mahomes down and he was like, my bad, bro, my bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't mean to knock you down. Like, that's the type of position that the quarterback has now. Yeah. And so <clears> – <throat> I think uh, it's going to get to the point where two hands and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Probably so, a rap, man. Like you say, a, a wrap up. They're going to start treating them like the are, kicker are they the gonna let, Are they going to let the referees decide? They're going to let them whistle it. Which is going to cause cause more controversy for sacks and things of that nature. Yeah. But it's going to get to that point. Because I mean, you got people like Cam Newton that just because you got your hands around them don't mean you're going to bring them down. Down, yeah. And somebody like him, in his case, wrap it up would suck for him. Oh, man. Because he could break that. Yeah. He keep going. 
So I don't know how they're gonna ever. The evolution of the sport will happen. Um, I've had friends of mine say, "I think people are gonna stop letting their kids play it, and um, it'll eventually go away. It'll be a long lost sport." But I don't agree, man. I feel like as long as y'all offering money and, and, and power and privilege to young people who don't have that growing up, they're gonna always it's way too much money in up, yeah. uh, football for them to give it up. They won't let that shit die. Yeah, it's not gonna die. They, like people are gonna sign up to 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 play the game, and you know what you're getting into. You know what I'm saying? I know the public is making that. I I I, I could imagine being like a rich billionaire with a football team or a college person owning a, a, a D1 football franchise, and people like, oh, people are dying from a sport. Like this sport been dangerous before they even put pads yeah. on. Like they, it was dangerous before they even. Just put now, niggas getting stronger. On. They're stronger, faster, and bigger. Yeah. And this story right here was sad, man. But believe it or not, people, man, it's not. It's not a rare occurrence. It's been happening for a very long time. People yeah. will, you you can't lose your life playing football. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a risk. Yeah, it's a risk. We uh, watch it. We support it. I encourage people to watch Concussion. Oh yeah, that's a very good movie. Will Smith did a very good job. But that movie is is eye opening. <laughs> is eye opening. The research, death threats and shit. The research and is eye. Yeah, that's another thing. It's eye open to see what billionaires can you do. Don't with fuck their, with big corporations. Nah. Because I open to see what really goes on behind the scenes, you know what I'm saying. I know like a lot of people like to have their conspiracies and make up shit, or you know have a conspiracy. I like your conspiracies are fine, but I like when I, I like a little fact, you know, see what's really going on out here. But um, Shut up. now let's get to the funny shit. All right, let's do it. <laughs> 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 Yo, that is a wild laugh. Yeah, man. What the? I gotta fuck, go see the Raptors man. when they come to town now. Uh, let me see. see if I can get some courtside tickets. So, airline passenger allegedly allows child to use potty in a plane's aisle. The airline passenger was reportedly spotted allowing her toddler to use a portable potty in the aisle of the plane, and then becoming defiant when she was told to stop. An Instagram account called Passenger Shaman <laughs> first shared a photo of alleged incident earlier this week, along with a short recap of the odd occurrence has relayed by anonymous traveler. Parent brings own potty seat on board, sets it in the aisle mid-flight to have child use in front of everyone. The caption of the photo read, The dirtiest spot in the airport is not the bathroom. When discovered by Cruz was advised <laughs> she couldn't do this and would need to utilize the aqua unoccupied lavatory and her reply was i don't give a shit the <laughs> caption also noted that the picture was not meant to shame or identify the child in any way but just to let followers know this kind of literal shit is happening out there folks the destination or origin of the flight or the airline were not disclosed in the post it looks like a delta airlines flight i could tell by the blue and the red this mom literally has this little girl in a potty in the seat, and these motherfuckers God is like, damn. these motherfuckers is like, you see how they like going about <laughs> their day, like ain't shit going on. Oh my god, yeah. I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't have said shit. I'm like, oh my fucking god, I, I probably would have filmed that shit too. For those of y'all asking, black, white, or other, I don't know the race of these people. I don't think the race matters. That nigga's lying. That's the. I can you tell from that picture? Yeah, that, if that's the mom holding her, look black. If you look actually, dad white. You think so? Look at that. Hold on. Scroll up. That like a black woman. If that's the mom. That looked like the nanny of fucking family guy. 
Ah <laughs> oh, man, we gotta start playing that, man. What race is it? <laughs> black, white, or other? Yeah, you tell a story, and I, I guess told, if they black, white, or I other. just told you a story. I just can't confirm it. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they are, but um, I don't know. I don't have any qualms about it. Like it's a kid, I don't care. I mean, do you put your kid on a potty in the? Nah, but just go to the cabin and be like, all right, you can take your pants down, do it right here. She put that motherfucker in the owl. Heck yeah. She broke that bitch. Like she you know how little kids is. She's probably looking directly at somebody in their seat while she was taking <laughs> this to the fist. Yo, that might have been dramatizing was, for that kid, I was at fucking Wendy's the other day, and this uh, little boy was like, uh, him and his mom was after me in line, so I'm waiting for my food. And uh, the little boy look up at me and like hold his hand. Now. I'm like, oh shit! And then the nigga's like, daddy. <laughs> I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, like give me my four for four. Yo, daddy. No, nigga, not me. <laughs> not me. That's Wait, that I, other guy. <laughs> all my kids got the good hair. Nah. <laughs> I know you ain't mine. And it ain't the mama job, man. You you gave him the good hand. I, I know you did that. Yo, man. Oh, man. Yo, I want to know where she pulled it out from. Did she pull it out from, like, her luggage? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't Was just that bring that shit in the carry-on. <laughs> so I got the potty for the carry-on. She had that shit in the tuck. Like, yeah, you niggas didn't see this coming. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I know why they said something. They have to go up and down those aisles to check on people. Yeah. And so I know they was like, what the fuck is going on right Probably. here? I wonder if that's dramatizing for the kid, though. Like, to be right there and all these people looking at you and you Probably. Some people just don't give a fuck when it comes to their kids, man. They think, so what? It's just I'd rather kid. have a shit in private. Like, I still like Yeah, the, I would have took it to the cabin. I like the shit in private so much. I don't want niggas. Why the fuck do you carry a potty on a <laughs> fucking plane, bruh? That shit is disgusting. <laughs> Question of the day. <laughs> Question of the fucking thing, man. Why? Why? <laughs> uh, shout out to you, lady, man. Do better with your kid. Anyway, also went viral this week. I don't really have much information on this, but I did want to speak to this. I don't know if anybody's seen the um, clip of the white lady who was harassing some Spanish-speaking ladies, and then the other young white lady comes up, and they get into a back-and-forth, and it has a video, like, they talking shit to each other, and it has a video phase, they're gone. And then I noticed, and this is my take, I noticed in the video, like, the two Spanish ladies are lost, like, what? Because <laughs> they don't speak no damn English right, anyway. So she like, fucking gringos. <laughs> so she, yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> but anyway, I was seeing a lot of posts, like, yo, we should, we should congratulate her. She, oh, man, oh, fucking outstanding citizen, let's talk. Like, no, nigga, no, let's not get this bullshit no shine. Like, <laughs> She did what people should fucking do. If you see somebody getting harassed, you speak the fuck up. And honestly, we don't know why she did it. Yeah, true. We don't that know why she did grandma. it. was her grandma. Like, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what was up with that situation. Like, we got to stop taking two, 10, 15 second clips, zero information, and forming a side. Like, I don't really have a side in the story. I'm just saying, if what you're telling me is true, then kudos to her for speaking out for people who are being harassed. We don't know what the fuck happened. I I we ne- I want to see the clip of what what happened. Why did the white lady blank on them? A lot of people be looking at me funny because I be asking for more information. That's the problem with niggas sometimes. We don't like to get all the information. Yo, did you hear what happened? Such and such smack such and such. Oh fuck him! Did you get the whole story? You like well like. 
prime example. Give Bill fucking Cosby. Oh, uh, yeah. When that shit first came out, and nope, just a 10-second clip, Bill raped somebody. Ah, oh, Bill didn't rape nobody. Bill would never rape anybody. Bill's not a rapist. <laughs> then Bill tells you he's a rapist. Yeah. Bill told you he was a rapist. He comes out and says, yeah, everybody was doing. We was drugging bitches up and fucking them. <laughs> that's lose, that's what the fuck we was doing. We was drugging these hoes <laughs> and fucking them. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, damn, Bill need to t- do that time. Do that time. Niggas. Yes, and I'm using the N-word, and I'm using it in a racial way. Niggas, <laughs> stop taking four-second clips and forming an opinion, and you don't know what the fuck is it's going hard, on. Man. People don't watch the news no more. Same way People with don't that. research shit anymore. Everybody get their news source from the shade room, boss. That half-ass story they throw up yeah. there. I mean, it's, nobody ever clicked the link to like learn more. Learn go, to more shade room, go to shade room. Go to shade room. Like, I'm like, fuck that. I'm about to keep scrolling. I got what I need. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's not gonna win you no argument with me. Like, I want to know what the fuck happened. Shade room, tell you you want to learn more. Click the link. I, exactly. <laughs> and then no niggas not clicking that <laughs> link. Let me keep scrolling. <laughs> Ooh, one sentence. Let's talk about it. Like, no, nigga. I need more. Just like that shit that happened with them Asian Asian people and the black ladies in that in that uh. In Brooklyn, I oh, don't, yeah. I, don't, I needed more information. I needed more. Inf- I'm sorry. I just need the information, man. Like, what, what I see is some ghetto bitches, some Asian bitches. Okay, and excuse my friends. I'm sorry. I apologize. That was a little bit. That was raw. That yeah, was man. Raw. It's all right. We have dropped the B word a little bit too much. You can tell Nikki not here tonight. Okay, I see some Asian <laughs> chicks and I see some black chicks, and I'm like, okay, what the fuck are they fighting about? And I'm just going through my experiences in my head, and I'm like, yo, they must have cussed them Asian chicks out. Am I wrong for that? Am I wrong for that? I know one of y'all out there been cussed out by, I seen a cuss out in a store by somebody who felt they was wronged in service. It Damn, just so right. happened that these Asian chicks was keeping it really real that day, and you got your motherfucking ass whooped. Heck yeah. I don't know what to do. One of them a dude. And it's in a black you community. You don't know no gay Asian, man. Them motherfuckers know how to scrap. And I don't give a fuck if they was racist or not. Y'all the only niggas they fought that day. Think True. about it. They wouldn't fight Nick like that would fuck their business up if they fought niggas all day. Like <laughs> I don't even fuck you. Like if you they hate, let's say they hate niggas to the core. You were the only niggas they fought that day. The only niggas, probably this year. But back to the to- topic at hand. Black people get more information, man. Let's not just jump on her side. We don't know what that. It really could have went down like this. Like is that the Spanish rice? <laughs> Are y'all talking bad about me? <laughs> yeah, I see you come to my country. Now I got racist. Yeah, you do, and then come the white lady. Hey, you don't talk to people like that, okay? And then they start arguing, and it's like, yo, the two Spanish people still looking at each other, like, I gringo, <laughs> and they walk the fuck yeah, off and call them. What they definitely got to do her research a little more. I don't know. I gotta look that one up. But you might be right. <laughs> like that, we don't know what happened. We got, yeah, get, man. Like I need your, backstory. Your Spanish sound very Arabic. I <laughs> thank you, man. Um, <laughs> Cause I don't I'm, I'm just You know Whatever uh, Hey nigga fuck you uh, <laughs> <laughs> It sounded like He was auditioning For a Latin <laughs> Yo It took me to my 30s To realize that nigga Was Arabic <laughs> Oh man Oh man Yo you funny Yo check it out Um, Los Angeles had a string Of burglaries Got celebrity burgla- burglaries Right How do you Organize that shit Who knows bro? I'm trying to That map of the star shit Bruh I'm trying to, like, I'm like, yo, these things had a good-ass plan. So it was three teenagers and a woman. They've been arrested in connection with a uh, string of burglaries. They hit up Yasel Puig, Robert Woods, Rihanna, actress, Chris, 
act- actress Kristen Amelia? She's an actress now? Mm, I say her acting career is a little bit more better than her uh, singing career. Okay. Captain Lillian Corzanza of the Los Angeles Police Department Commercial Crimes Div- <clears throat> Division is reporting that um, they found a large amount of stolen goods and stash from the celebrities' homes, and they also found a target list, which included LeBron James, Viola Davis, and Matt Damon, with some of the names that she listed. Um, I'm not going to read everything here, but they had a plan, and what they did was they targeted these celebrities based off Instagram posts, and they would use their Instagram posts saying, okay, we know they're going to be here, or they'll go look at their concert schedule, or just their schedule. You know, a lot of celebrity shit is public, so they would go look at their public shit and say, okay, they're not going to be home. We'll go hit the house, take whatever. They had 50000 I think they had like 50000 yeah. 60000 in cash. They had I a lot seen of the video security footage when they was in Yasil Pui's crib. And they, was, they couldn't find nothing. And then one of the niggas found the safe. And it was like, yo, I found the safe. I found the safe. Nigga came in there. They was trying to break that safe like a motherfucker. Did they get in? Nah, they didn't they didn't get in. I mean, should I see a pretty queer? I would have took all the sneakers. Yeah. Put them shits on the market. I'm, they I'm probably pre- looking for like cash, jewelry, shit like that. Shit they can get all quick. I don't think you can get sneakers all quick because uh, I know they got a lot of sneaker consignment shops. You sell them, you wouldn't, you're not going to get they much. They would have gotten them. that safe. That shit would have had some fucking manly sex toys in it. Oh, man. <laughs> we always think rich people put money in a safe. Like, uh-huh. nah, I don't think they do I it. They probably keep his lube and shit in there. Uh, let's see. These niggas was 19, 18, and 19. Mm, young uh, life's wasted. Deshaun maybe not. Maybe 19. they were going to be getting worse. I mean, honestly, you poor and you live in Hollywood. Think about it. Why rob niggas in your neighborhood? That's you live true. in Los Angeles, California. I never understood that, too, why niggas rob niggas in their neighborhood. I actually don't mind this crime. You actually rob people who... And they weren't violent robberies. They true. weren't violent robberies. Like, you rob people who got it to you lose. You were considerate about your robbery. You got, like, they actually... I mean, I don't condone... Let me let me back up. I don't condone robbery. Yeah. <laughs> I don't condone thievery of any kind. But if you're going to thieve, <laughs> I mean, damn it, you pick some good-ass targets. It ain't like this nigga gonna miss. Now, let's say you stole a watch that may have had some sentimental value. Yeah. Maybe so. Juicy. But if you running off with $50,000 in cash, these motherfuckers make millions a day. Y'all sell Puig? Yeah. That nigga probably does make a million a day. Over that. <laughs> <laughs> Endorsements and salary. He probably it's, does. It's almost like Rob. I know LeBron does. They ain't make it that far. <laughs> LeBron oh, nah. beefed up his security. He Hell like, yeah. What? His family there. That's a different type of. Like, he, you actually. I think if you break a LeBron club, you're you going to have a situation. Oh, yeah. Because his wife and kids going to be there, and it's going to be some shit. It's going to be some. Uh, lay down on the floor. Uh, damn, I really yeah. like your dad, man. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you robbed LeBron. You basically robbing right. black royalty, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. I shit. Uh, Viola Davis. Well, I know ain't nobody gonna be at the crib for Viola Davis because she ain't really got no. Fa- I think she's single. I don't know what Viola doing. She Viola, probably dated white man. Davis. She she she's uh probably single, but um, I mean shit. It was five of them though, man. Young black kids from L.A. under twenty one. Just out here trying to get that money, man, so they could floss, man. American yeah. Dream. Probably trying to front their rap career, man, on SoundCloud. Might have, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> Never sure. know. See, I heard Kendrick's first album. That shit is uh, life out there. Breaking the internet is life out there. Shit, now, like. YG first album. <laughs> oh, yeah. YG. That shit is breaking the internet is life out there. Yeah, so. Yeah. Shit, and on Friday, the niggas broke into, uh, what was the neighbor's name when uh, Smokey and Debo went to his house? Oh, <laughs> man. You right. Yo, they even trying to tell us about LA life for a minute. Niggas breaking the internet. 
Hey yo, every you gotta do your first break in the interim by the age of thirteen. That's your bar mitzvah out there. Every in LA. <laughs> your first B and E. I give you that, man. Drop a bomb on that knowledge. Drop a bomb on that. Oh, shit. Yo, man. Um, straight up. Uh, we're gonna dive into the, the the looming topic of the week. The looming topic. I was I saved this one for last. All right, we're gonna dive into Kanye West and his antics. Mm. And this is the last time I'm really I'm gonna discuss Kanye fucking West. Doubt it. And his acting <laughs> antics. But this week was dry, so why not? Let's dive into Kanye. Let's do it. Saturday Night Live happened, people. I don't know if y'all seen Saturday Night Live with Kanye. Kanye looks off. <laughs> looks like he's off his meds. <laughs> That nigga looks very off, like slow, like something's mentally not connecting with that guy. Um, he off his meds, bro. That nigga <laughs> has mental health issues for real. Let me actually just he's point. the poster boy for mental health right now. <laughs> Yo, round pause for that shit, <laughs> nigga. Like what the fuck? Yes. Um. Yo, my thing is this though. I'm gonna start at the MAGA hat. Are you still mad at the MAGA hat? Mm, I don't even know if I was ever mad at the MAGA hat. I, I never was either, because it made him look like a clown to me. <laughs> it wasn't one of those things that infuriated me as a person. It was just like I don't care. Yeah, it I don't care like, about Kanye, man, at all. Like what he does, <laughs> I like his shoes. I like his music most of the time. I, I mean, I just don't understand why people get us so upset with him. And maybe because he used to be so pro-black and now it seems like he traded on us. But honestly, we can look at Kanye and we can like if, listen to any interviews done in the last four five years. Something's wrong with him. So why are we respecting his word? But when we see somebody that's fucked up on the street, we like, oh, that motherfucker just crazy. And they go in one year out the other. And that's Kanye. I, with Kanye, it's like he's yeah, hurting we, us. Yeah. Well, Okay, let me speak to that. Let me speak to that. Let me back up. I agree with you, but I have to speak to that for people who can't speak because they're not here. I think we care so much because Kanye actually, like, the bums don't have an influence. Mm -hmm. Now, if that bum was Kanye, he actually has influence. So, it's it's more so, and, and, and this is just me, uh, it's more so what he does to, what he does affects us. I know you're like, what? This is how it affects us. When Joe Schmo at your job turns on Saturday Night Live and sees him sees him being a coon, and let's say Joe Schmo is not thinking like you and I, we're more so like um, I'll say I say we're more so like if I had to put us in a party, I say we more so think not like a we don't think you know make America like we not MAGA hat type people, you know what I'm saying? But let's say he is, and then he sees Kanye, and then. That supports any argument he has when y'all have an argument. That's the power of Kanye. And that's why it's important to black people. And then what he says actually carries weight. Like, if we're blessed and fortunate enough, one day we'll be able to speak. And I, what we say will actually carry weight with people. And you'll be like, well, why the fuck when I said it, it was so important? It's because a million people hear your voice. When a million people hear your voice, that is an influence. And that influence can jeopardize a life 
that doesn't have a voice. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to people. So I'm not going to say I don't understand it. And I can understand why people won't ignore it. Because of that alone. Mm-hmm. I think if it was Joe Smo on the side of the suite, no, we don't care. If we seen a homeless black man today with a MAGA hat to support Trump, we wouldn't give a fuck. I'm like, he got that shit from the shelter. He doesn't sit, but he doesn't hold any value in our society. It just so happens that Kanye West holds value in our society. When he speaks, things happen. And yeah. so, therefore, they say when you get a voice, you have to be responsible with that voice. And that's why I say when they have blessed you, when your platform has gotten to the point where people look to you for, for like, you have to speak on, you're speaking for, like, him wearing a MAGA hat. Ah, man, I'm that guy now. Him wearing a MAGA hat and a Kaepernick shirt and presenting it from a white people actually makes us look bad on the bottom. And as much as me and you don't give a fuck, like, man, nah, nigga, fuck him. It it hurts our it hurts our long run case. So do you think it's the white people that just don't get to interact with black people as much? Those are the people that look looking at that and thinking he represents all black people. Maybe it's not a representation of all black people. It's just that people actually follow what he says. Like he has a cult following. So when you have a cult following like that and you say certain things via black or white, they're looking up to you and 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 you're. Putting out something that you're you can afford to wear a MAGA hat. You know what I'm saying? Nobody gonna fuck with you but us, cause we, we niggas. Yeah. But I couldn't wear I'm from the South. I couldn't throw that hat on and go to uh what they had a NASCAR event last week. Yeah. And we know that if you live in the South, you know if you go to a NASCAR event, there are Confederate flags everywhere. All the time. Everywhere. You think they're gonna let me walk through that motherfucker with a MAGA hat? Shit, they might. They be like, all right, he's converted. They either gonna be all right, like, or they he's gonna one of, he's one of us. Are they gonna ask you is you lost, boy? <laughs> nah, with the MAGA hat, I think you good. You think I'm good? That's yeah. what Kanye's trying to say. With the MAGA hat, you good? And Kanye's like trying to say, place. if I throw this hat on, am I good now? Am I? Am I tell you who you are. With the MAGA hat at a redneck event, <laughs> you the you the thick ass white girl that hung around black people at the black party. Like you gonna get a little bit of shade, a little bit of hate, but people were like, fuck it, that's all she know. <laughs> that's the same thing they're gonna say about you like alright black guy's here but he has the MAGA hat on that's all he fucking knows he's good you think so I think so man. I'm not willing to try it <laughs> just like I'm not willing to throw a confederate flag outside my house I live in the south like I just these things carry weight with me cause I live in the south this man lives in Hollywood he, he don't have a touch on reality he, don't he know. definitely doesn't he and don't. I think he has good intentions what I think he actually trying to was trying to do with the Kaepernick shirt MAGA hat I thought that was his way of trying to bring people together <laughs> in his own kind of way. <laughs> I can see that in a Kanye way. Yeah. This is how we bringing niggas together. But We're going to bring both sides together. I just don't know how big his influence is. Of course, he got an influence on like as far as like hip hop culture, as far as like sneakers, dressing, how people dress and music. The sound of music. But I just thing. don't think he has that big of an influence on politi- uh, political views. I don't think he has a big influence on politics. I, like I said, it's just the stage that he owns. He just has a voice. Anytime you have a voice and you say something, you want to? I think us as a community want to start conversations, but we don't want to start the conversation that Kanye wants to start. And then honestly, it doesn't seem genuine coming from Kanye, man. And they got an album coming out. It's like you're promoting something, and you're grabbing for attention, and you grab like 
we started at Saturday Night Live, which is awkward. Like, that whole Saturday Night Live spill was awkward as fuck. Like, Tiana Taylor being one of the realest women oh, out. yeah. I was looking at her crazy. Like, how are you standing next to your mans right now with that exactly. MAGA hat on? <laughs> I, took, I took the hat, and, and, I, and I changed it, <laughs> and, and I made it. I made it. I made it. They bullied me backstage. They, they told me back. not to come out here with the hat on. Like, yo, <laughs> I put love. I missed the old Kanye rants in the hat. You know what I'm saying? So now the hat is different. <laughs> I missed the old Kanye rants, man. <laughs> then when they was about, I'ma let you finish. But Beyonce had the best music video of all time. I missed those kind of rants, man. George Bush don't like black people. Those type of rants, man. Kanye West don't like black people no more. He done with us. <laughs> he ain't fucking. But now, nah, and that's the crazy thing is, like, he still got, like, I don't think niggas realize, like, he still got niggas around him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was listening to the Chance interview today, like, mm-hmm. Chance, Saha, Pusha T. He still got niggas around him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is an independent thinker. Like, nobody's going to change what he thinks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't. I personally don't care. I think we as a people should not give a fuck and just let that man stand alone. And when he ready to come back to Wakanda, you know what I'm saying? We welcome him with open arms and and see if we can um, (laughs) see if we can heal this man. (laughs) Hopefully. But I just think the nigga lost. Like he went from there and then he went to TMZ trying to get more attention. Hey, I'm going to Africa to record my album. And I still haven't had a chance to watch the full thing. I like to watch the whole scope to see the whole shit so I can just... Cause I'm like, okay, I know they're gonna try to peg this man as crazy. He's crazy, but I like to see all of the crazy. I don't TMZ like. love his fucking ass. You're yeah, like, oh, we about man. to get some hits on this shit. Oh yeah, we about to get. Bro, we about to get all. Kanye always invited to the TMZ offices. Nigga, you know you can come in. Nigga, you ain't gotta make an appointment. Just bring your ass. <laughs> you see the uh, SNL ass. when that nigga was giving his speech at the end. Colin Jost was cracking up in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Jost, man, it was cracking up in the back, man. If y'all got a chance, look at the clip. Look at Colin Jost in the back, dying. <laughs> That's how we all should treat Kanye. Exactly. Yo, you would be the best. You would be the best. You would be laughing at that nigga so hard, man. It's like he comes out, he does all this shit, and then he goes away again. Like, we haven't seen or heard from him since, what, Tuesday, maybe? So, it's like... <laughs> He's probably in Africa now. <laughs> Shout out to Kim Kardashian, cause I don't know how she deal with that nigga, man. She deal with that nigga on a day, that nigga on a daily. And woman. she has three of his children, so at least one of them gonna end up like him. I'm gonna tell you exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you exactly how she deal with that nigga. She don't be listening to that nigga, <laughs> man. I think conversation probably literally go like this. Hey, yo, Kim, I was thinking, um, we should, we. We should go back to Chicago so I could be rooted with my people, you know. Yeah, Kanye, yeah. We we should <laughs> go to Chicago. That's exactly mm-hmm. it. <laughs> uh, and then I'm a I'm a call up That's exactly I'ma call up just Don and I am gonna call up I'ma call up Jay Z, man, and I'm I'm gonna get Kaepernick and and and, 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 and I'm gonna get uh and him and Trump in the room and we're gonna set that up, man, cause love yeah, yes, baby, love. Oh, she's probably on did her you, phone making millions you, of dollars. dollars. Like, she is, like, <laughs> literally scrolling Instagram, like, yeah, yeah, babe, did you <laughs> did you take the garbage out and everything? Okay. You told Consuela to take the garbage? Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, back to the yeah. We we'll do that. We'll do that. Uh, hold on, it's my mom. It's my mom. Okay, babe. Hey, <sighs> <laughs> nigga. They say he gave her a million dollars to not take a deal one time. Oh yeah, she's uh uh she's now. Oh, she's done it. She's done it. Not only does she have the kids, she is part owner of the Yeezy brand. Shout out Kim. Yeah. All my hoes out there aspiring to be more, man. Follow the success That's map. That's what's up, man. Follow the success map. You see how she did that thing? She got this man two kids. Three. Three kids. All right. Gave him three kids. So so now not only if he leaves, she got the child support and the motherfucking um divorce shit. So spousal she getting support. Yeah, spousal support, but now she getting stake in I'm the I'm pretty sure she company. signed. He Shout probably signed Kim. a prenup. She probably didn't. She probably made that nigga sign a prenup. He probably she probably didn't. Oh sign yeah, one. she did have more money. <laughs> yeah. But now she get paid three times. So shout out Kim, man. Round of applause. Alright, that's all you get. Um <laughs> That was it for headline news, man. We ain't gonna stay on Kanye too young. That nigga crazy. Don't let that nigga make y'all mad. He y'all slow cousin that come to the cookout and y'all gotta be like, yo, just just ignore that nigga. He, he smoked a bad blunt one day and he ain't been right ever since. <laughs> that's what that's Kanye to me. But it's not Kanye to y'all. So y'all y'all keep. Oh, and uh, slavery comment. Wait, oh, oh, the old slavery comment. Abolish slavery. Oh, the abolish the thirteen amendment. Now I read that and I knew. That he meant amend, I kind of knew that, but with the, um, I guess you could say, with his rap sheet has of lately, niggas was like, oh shit, he, he tripping again, yeah, he tripping, he tripping super hard, and I felt like y'all at first, I was like, oh nigga, you tripping super hard, nigga, you ain't even gonna be able to make shoes no more, you making shoes for free, you don't want them <laughs> to do that, and so that's when my brain started thinking, and the way my brain work, I'm like, this nigga gotta mean amend because you don't want to make Yeezys for free. It's for yeah. German niggas at that? Like, you work for a German company. <laughs> like, what? Like, so, I was like, yo, that's that's in, that's in the internet in the uproar. They were mad. Yeah. He had a good idea, but ain't no way in hell they're going to be making Yeezys in America. Oh, no, no. All that shit he talking about making shit. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> against that nigga. If y'all don't outsource that shit to a little nigga in Africa and pay that nigga <laughs> one cent an hour, ain't nobody trying to pay. Listen, I'm going to tell you one thing. I tell people all the time. If they start manufacturing shit here in America... Our t-shirts would be $100. Our sneakers would be $500. Nigga, and I ain't talking about Nikes. I'm talking about fucking the cheapest of the cheapest sneakers would be. Like, shit would be. We could not afford to live in America if we made shit in America. Yeah. You know, jack them prices all the way up. over. They already. I be like, thrifting and I be finding shit like back in the 80s and 90s everything that was made was, in America. I'm like, damn, those were probably. And that's when, and that's when, I think that's when niggas had, like, I think that's when people maybe had, like. Minimum wage was probably six bucks less or less. I think people had, like, a sense of, well, you know, it only cost me 25 cents to make the shirt. I charge people a dollar 25. Yeah. Then some greedy motherfucker came in with, say, it costs a dollar 25 to make it. All right, well, let's charge $25. Yeah. That's a 20, that's 200% markup. Like, duh, motherfucker, let's get rich. Yeah, I, you know, I, you know what? Greed. <laughs> greed is Definition the of greed it. is the common enemy here, folks. Not Kanye West. <laughs> Shout out, Jumpman Jones. All right, man, we're gonna get up out of there, man. We're gonna head over to the kick shit forum, man. Um, this week on the forum, um, you niggas didn't hit me with no ideas, so we running away. Oh, with okay. Ideas. I was gonna say I didn't know we had a forum topic. Oh, we don't do the show without a forum topic. <clears throat> I was listening to a podcast this week, and it got me to thinking about uh, 
men's roles and the effect it plays. So it had me thinking okay. about <laughs> it had me thinking about gender roles more so than uh anything. Yeah. Um and basically in our society <clears throat> men are to be considered you know, you you're the father, you take care of the 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 mom and the are the 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 people under you. Um and has men we're not allowed to express emotion. True. Um, or we feel that we're not. True. And if we do express emotion, we're looked at as soft. Mm-hmm. Um, we also even looked at as homosexual for expressing too much emotion. Um, I was just, I was listening to that. I was like, maybe that's a good topic. I was trying to figure out, like, what it is. Yeah. You know, why is it that we have to, why can't we openly express ourselves? And not be viewed as one way, yeah. Whether that be uh, gay or soft or a punk or whatever you want to call it, why is it that we have to keep all these feelings and emotions bottled in? You know, uh, the saying uh, you've never seen a grown man cry. Yeah, you know what I'm saying why is that? Yeah, I think it's uh. Sometimes I think we put that on ourselves. Like, we can't show emotion. We don't want to look soft in front of our girl. Or we don't want to look soft in front of our children. Or we just don't want to look soft, period, in front of people. And, uh, shit, me, myself, I don't care, man. I'm, I'm a, I'll am be honest. I'll be crying in front of people. I don't care. Um, I feel like that's if that's who you are, if you're a person that want to show your emotions, uh, I feel like you're better off in life instead of bottling stuff in. When you start to bottle things in, that's when anger comes out at the wrong time. Cause I know a lot of people that bottle stuff in, keep bottling stuff in, and then there's something that triggers it, triggers just an explosion. And they all the shit they've been mad about or all the shit they've been upset about come out because of somebody cut them off in traffic or something like that. So I think I think society is changing. I think it's okay for people to be a little bit more vulnerable these days and show emotions these days. And you don't have to be the rock so much. You can have somebody you can lean on. Um, but honestly, I just, I don't know why people, why the men has to be the, the hard one or has to be the tough one or has to be the strong one. I don't know. I feel like women are strong too, but I feel like they, they can have their vulnerable moments anytime they want to. And they're more open to express themselves. Yeah. Uh, more than men. Women. Yeah. We meet women all the time and they'll just, that day you meet them, they'll tell you every fucking thing Damn. about themselves. Oh, you think so? But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, mostly, mostly. I'm like, oh shit, she telling me a little bit too much. Um, I think it's a learned behavior. Um, I'm gonna speak from my experience. Uh, well, let me ask you another question. You came up, you had a mom, you had a dad. Yeah. Was your dad emotional? Mm, not really. At times, I would see like he would have he would show anger. But I could probably count that shit on one hand. I think I've seen him cry probably on one hand. Probably three fingers, really. I think I've seen my dad cry. Uh, but nah, I mean, at least in front of us, he wasn't. Maybe in front of my mom behind closed doors, he could have been. But uh, not in front of us. Do you, do you think it's a lot? Like, do you think that? So do you think that? What do, what do you get it from? Like, what do you get the courage to, you know, just be like, I'm, you know, I feel like crying. I'm gonna just let it out right here. I don't give. I don't give. Yeah. What do you, what do you That's get? That's a good question. I don't know, man. From? I just, I think, I think I'm just different, man. I don't, cause, I don't know, man. I just think I'm different, man. Or maybe cause I saw, I know my dad had like tough times and shit like that. And maybe, you know, 
I wanted to be different. You know, show my emotions. You know, cry in front of my children. Did uh, your mom ever tell you like stop crying or why are you crying? Or, nah, you know, my dad has told me that before. But my mom, nah, my mom ain't never told me that. So it never really kind of like stuck with you, like yo, you gotta suck it up. Yeah, nah, because I remember vividly one night I did, I was trying to take a pill, late as hell, I was sick and shit. And this again could have been like my dad bottling up a whole bunch of shit, and it finally came out because I want to swallow a pill. Cause my mom usually crushed that shit up and put it in orange juice for me. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, all right. Shout out so, to the moms out there. Yeah, man. And uh, so one night I was trying to swallow and I couldn't swallow it. My dad just fucking snapped on me, man, because I wouldn't swallow that fucking pill, bruh. And uh, shit was scary, man, for a little kid. I think I was probably like, I don't know if I was little. I was probably like nine or ten. Uh, but it was scary to me, but that's again, he probably had a whole bunch of, now that I look back on him, like he probably had a whole bunch of anger or a whole bunch of stress, man, trying to raise a family, pay bills and shit, living check to check. That shit probably just came out. He's probably sleepy and was tired of my ass and probably, you know, just snapped. <laughs> oh man. Did he tell you, like, did, did you, wait, did it scare you? Did you cry? Did Hell you, yeah, I cried. I took that pill stop? though, like a motherfucker. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, they about to whoop my ass. I want to know. I, I don't know. I was. <laughs> I think I was raised different And I think being raised different um, My mom worked a lot I wasn't with my mom a lot um, You know you spend 8 hours a day at work So you don't really spend that many much time with your kids But when my mom was not at work Oh man we was hanging out um, I don't know where I got the whole Bottling up emotions from mm-hmm. I think it's something I learned From being whooped and being told not to cry, to like take it, um, and then go to your room and don't cry anymore. So now you gotta hold in that what you want to scream because it hurts. Yeah. Or being in the neighborhood that we grew up in, and being around other other guys, and watching a a particular guy cry a lot. And be talked about like he was a child. Oh, you a crybaby? Yeah. Are oh, you soft? Oh man, don't hit him. You know you gonna cry your punk. Um, mm-hmm. Growing up in that by environment lets you know that you can't have vulnerable moments with people. Um, not necessarily men, including women. It seemed like anybody who had vulnerable moments with other people used the vulnerable moments to exploit them later on down the line. Mm. So I think in my life, for me, um, <clears throat> it formed a um, formed a, sh- a hardened shell. I'd rather hold it in than let it out. I think most of the time, if I'm going to let it out, it's going to be alone in a room by myself. Or I might wake up to t- to some tears because I've been holding in so much, but I've never felt the freedom to express emotion, even with my mother, because mm. my mother's not emotional. Um, I would say my mom's one of the toughest people I know. I could count the times I've seen her cry on one hand, and. I can say the times I've seen her cry, you could tell it's from being through so much and sacrifice so much. You don't want certain things to fail. Uh, so 
I want to say I don't know if it's a learned behavior. Maybe. I just want to know I, as I grow up, I'm not the most emotional, which is ha- it's hurt me in dating. I think I let my emotions go at a point in time. I have a, a couple times, and it hasn't worked out for me. And so every woman I meet kind of gets this hardened shell, mm. which I think is manly, when really it's more so I should be opening up myself more. But then it's like women also look at that funny. Like, why is he so emotional? Because they don't want a real emotional guy anyway. Yeah, that's what I get. I'm like the opposite end of the spectrum. I don't think I ever, I don't think a girl ever told me she loved me first. I think I've always told a girl I love him first. I, yeah, I will hold on for dear life. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, yeah, I love you, shit. I, yeah, I will hold on for dear life. <laughs> I will hold on for very dear life with the, the, the I love yous. <laughs> the I love yous. I haven't been in love a lot. so um, Me either, probably, but I just like throwing that motherfucking word around. <laughs> Yo, that is a conversation right there. Why throw a word like that? Because I be thinking word. I'm in love. That's a powerful word. It is, because then when I say it, I'm like, oh, shit. And that's why, <laughs> and that's why I have pause. Like I can't just throw you that word. Yeah, it's like at least you know the value on it. I just be caught up in the the uh, the moment, or I'll be caught up in the uh, the infatuation stage. Think about the women that you're dealing with and all the shit that they've been through. That's how I know the value. I don't want what comes with. You said you loved me. I don't want what comes with after that. Like. You said you loved me, like you know. Yeah, that's exactly the reaction too. Or they will be like, "Hey, you remember what you said last night?" Like, uh, "Yeah, I said I loved you, girl." Yeah, did like, you really mean that? I don't. I don't I'm like shit. Did I? I don't want it so much that if I get too drunk, I will let a girl know, like, "Hey, I was drunk last night. If I told you I love you, that shit was a lie." Yeah, I will say that shit because I don't want what comes after that. Yeah, let me take that shit serious. It should be taken seriously, <laughs> nigga. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, oh, man? Let me take that shit serious, bro. <laughs> You're killing me, small. Get the fuck out of here, man. You're killing me, small. What? I know, man. Shit sound crazy, man. But still, <laughs> let me take that shit serious. Oh, God, man. <laughs> It's a wild take. You don't know how wild that take is? <laughs> I love you. Yeah, man. They take this shit serious. <laughs> <laughs> like, this shit but play play. But see, I think when I say I love people, I just got to start saying people, I care about them. Because well, that's what I mean by love. It's like if something were to happen to you, I'd be truly hurt. And that's what I mean by love. I don't be meaning it like I'm in love with you. And I think that's how they take it. That's is, how they look at is it. Is your penis in these girls that you're telling you love? Nah, not all the time. Okay, okay. Not no, not no. It's not in while you're saying it. Like, oh, it has nah, been nah, there. Has nah. it been in there ever? Oh, while I was nah, nah. I've, I've said that before, back when I was younger. Okay, no, yeah. But you know, as when I got older, I was if your like, penis nah, that's has not been the time in that area, it. and you tell her you love her one day, she's gonna be like, <gasps> uh, uh, really. <laughs> Yeah, I mean they looking for love. I think women looking. That's for actually some kind of. I mean, even though I said I did. That's kind of like some loser shit that it be hitting some coochie and say it. Come on, <laughs> nigga, thanks for knowledge. <laughs> thanks for knowledge. <laughs> like they hit some coochie and say it while you in the coochie. <laughs> thanks for knowledge. Uh, yeah, man. Ain't nothing. I think it's no problem with telling somebody you love them, but I think it's just that some people I look at love a little different. Um, cause like I said, it's just me meaning say I care about you, or if something were to happen to you, 
Yeah, I just want you to know I love you before we leave or depart. Is that a conversation you have with a woman before you say I love you? Like, hey, if I ever tell you I love you, it's because I care I, about you. Probably. Just knowing, you knowing the person you are. You. Yeah, knowing the person you are. If, like, if you want, like, if someone like myself, you probably should tell them what your meaning of love is. Ah. Because you don't want them to be like, dang, this nigga in love with me. When really I'm not. I'm just, you know. I care about I you. I care about you as a person. You're a good friend. You're a good, you know, part of my life. And I just want to know, you know, I love you for being a part of my life. I think men holding shit in, um, in general, just holding in feelings and not showing feelings and not showing. Shout out to the man's forum. This is like our uh, free therapy sessions. Oh, what? It's <laughs> just like Shout our free the therapy forum, sessions, man. man. I be learning stuff about myself, having breakthroughs and shit while I'm talking <laughs> to you about this shit. Yo, let's give it up for the men's forum one time. <laughs> All right, we're shit, I ain't got to pay $135 a session, man, for these therapists. Nigga therapy. <laughs> uh, nah, man. Um, but yeah, that was that was rolling through my mind because it's like as, as we dawn into this mental health stage, it's like. When you start to hold so much in and never really let that shit out, it's like you carry around a weight. You know what I'm saying? Has I think, and I'm just speaking for men. I'm not too sure what women hold in or what role they were told to play. Um, if I had to judge from the outside looking in, I do say black women are very strong women, and Definitely, I think I man. think they have to hold in a lot as well uh, to guard themselves with things. I don't think especially the ones with children, man. Yeah, I don't think they. Ha- I don't think, and this is just me personally. And I could be wrong. I don't think they have our field of freedom to express themselves as openly as they would love to. You know, I just think they have to hold a lot in, be tough for their child, even if they don't have a child. Just being black and being out here in the public and being a woman. Like, yeah, you got so much to deal with being a woman. You they got be holding shit down, man. I ain't gonna lie. Gotta, I know yeah. sometimes I give black. Yeah. I, I well, it comes off as I give black women a hard rap. But, man, you know, if you just think about it, man, they be holding shit down. The single ones, the ones that, you know, got children, they just be holding shit down, man. Motherfuckers be having their credit right. Motherfuckers be having cars and shit. shit. They be taking care of their parents and shit sometimes, man. They really be holding it down. I mean, I ain't shitting on the other races, but just just from my experience, man, black women be holding it down, bro. Round of applause for black women. Some of (laughs) y'all. Who's <laughs> coming for y'all? Ass. I know he's coming for y'all. Ass. But now nah, they really do, man. Shout out to them, man. Shout out to the Nubian Queens. But I do want to ask our listeners, man. If you're a man and you're over the age of 18, um, are you emotional? Do you feel freedom to express yourself? Um, is, is there any time? Do you do you feel like growing up? You felt like I can't show emotion because niggas might attack. I can't show emotion. And they might think I'm soft. They might think I'm gay. Um, that's another misperception. And I think that's in the in, in our with men that um, oh man, he must be gay. He too he too emotional. Like nah, yeah. there's no stigma. On, let's let's get this straight. Homosexuals don't look or seem a certain way. You could be the most thugged out dude and like a man. True man, that's sexual preference. Just sexual and really, preference. I trust a gay nigga more than I trust a straight nigga because gay niggas they got nothing to lie about. Once you come out the closet, what the hell else can you keep a secret? I mean, as far like, as like what, like I feel like they'll be more honest. A gay person would be more honest with you about like uh, oh, when you have an emotional conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I feel like straight people will hold back, but I feel like once you come out the closet, I, I think that's a misconception too, though. I, I think like it, just because they come out that they're gay doesn't mean that they don't hold a lot of shit in because they're a man. At the end of the day, being a man is being a man. Whether you're a gay man or a straight man, being a man is you're you're still a man at the end of the day by any rules or any. Any by any standard, like I think we sometimes look and like I think we said like we look at living color and we look at men on film, 
and we said that that wouldn't be allowed nowadays. And we it look definitely like, wouldn't. We I look, wish because that's just funny. I think shit. that stereotype placed on gay people is stuck in our mind, and so when we have an opportunity to dumb ourselves down and be soft, we're looked at the same. We think we're being looked at the same way, so we're afraid to let being our feminine side out because we don't want to be looked at it like that. But at the end of the day, I think that gay or straight, you're a man. Like, you are a man and you are expected to do manly things or have manly thoughts or do manly shit. So, even though you may be out the closet as a gay person, doesn't mean as a man you don't be like, man, I can't do that. I'm going to seem soft. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I'm going to seem weak. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, you got to... It was a character on The Wire. That was. Oh, gay. yeah. You talking about... Uh, shit. Omar. Yeah, so for anybody who has a stigma about gay people stuck in their head, never forget Omar. Omar will fuck you up. Yeah, that nigga was the really gay <laughs> nigga ever. So don't ever think because somebody is a certain has a certain sexual preference that makes them less of a man. And that's all I'm saying. You got a character like that. You know, somebody who is a homosexual, but it's very manly. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure he bottles a lot in. You know what I'm saying? I'm just speaking on that character. So I, I don't... It might just my opinion. I don't think... That being open or not open, that's just a part of your life that now you're letting people in on. You still got other demons and other ghosts true, to deal with or to handle. So, that's just, but that's just me. Um, shout out to Moonlight, man. Moonlight was a good-ass movie. I fuck with Moonlight. Yeah. I fuck with Moonlight. I was on my Hotep shit, man. I was like, why do you always got to show the black man? And then, like, I calmed down from that. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I At was one like, point you know when what? I first I watched it. it, I was like, this movie ain't all it's cracked up to be. But then when I was like started to think about the movie, it's a really good coming of age story, man. It is it's just one that we're not story. used to. And I appreciate the movie now for yeah. me. Like, has I've done this show? Has I've grown since I've seen that movie? I've grown a lot. And so I think about I think about sexuality different. You know what I'm saying? Like then I used to think about it. I used to be very like, yo, what the fuck, nigga, no, no, no. Now I'm thinking, I think about it so differently. So when I first seen it, I was like, man, what the fuck? I always got to show a black man, da, 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 da. And now I just look at it like, I see the story now. I don't see the politics. Yeah. It's somebody real life right here. That story had to be told, bro. Yeah. I see, like, this is somebody real life right here. Yeah, exactly, I seen how man. he was picked on in school, and you got the neighborhood drug dealer who knew the whole time that the boy was different. Still give him the love that he needed and the upbringing that he needed so he could eventually one day make a life for himself. Not saying the drug dealing part is wrong or right. I'm just saying he gave him some type of guidance, all things considered. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, I, li- I, li- I like, shout out Moonlight. Yeah, Moonlight was a good movie, man. So, if y'all, tra- y'all out there picking on it, just watch that shit one time. Watch it's, it. It's not bad. Um, Nah, I can't stomach a lot of shit. <laughs> but... <laughs> I hate Moonlight was a good movie. Um, but yeah, man, that was the form. So men, writers, women writers, let us know. Emotions. Do you think men should be so tough? Do you want your man to be a little softer, more expressive? Um, um, do you feel as a man that you can't show emotion, that you got to keep things in? Is it a man thing? Is it a race thing? Is it a white-black thing? Let us know what you feel. Hit the form tab at kickingshitpod.com. That's K-I-C-K-I-N. We all know how to spell shitpod.com. And hit us up and let us know what you think, man. Other than that, y'all know what time it is. It's time to get into this awards. That's what it do. Yo, I, I forgot the more you know. Mm-hmm. And some music. So that's why I got to add to this shit. Okay. To my board. Shout out to Soundboard. 
I'm about to drive that nigga's crazy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna let you go first, man. Real nigga of the week. All right, I'm pulling it up. So my real nigga of the week gonna go to gone a woman, a woman. So this was a Cal a California mother. She held a burglar at gunpoint after her seven year old daughter spotted him in the garage. So she got applauded this week for a quick thinking. Um, and it was caught on her security camera. It was in Taft, California. Shout out to you. Yeah, shout out to Brittany Morris is her name. Her shout children were basically Morris. in the home. She was in the home, too, and there was a kid that broke in. It was basically stealing from them. Uh, a girl, one of the daughters saw that he was in the garage, so he went and got the mom. The mom took, told him all to go to a bedroom. She went and grabbed a pistol from a bedroom, pointed at the motherfucker, told him to get down, called the police. Police showed up in three minutes. And then, uh, this is shit to get me. This shit's all on camera. They took the boy into custody. That nigga pled not guilty. <laughs> I said, all right. <laughs> they got you on camera. She pointed the gun at you, caught you stealing. That nigga pled not guilty. But, hey, man, shout out to wow. Brittany Morris. I heard protecting her family. Shout out, Brittany. Yo. Yeah, I want to shout my nigga Tyson Beffer this week, man. I ain't going to give him a round of applause. I'm going to have to drop a bomb on what the fuck he did. This, so I don't know if y'all see Kim Kardashian's picture that was surfaced with her in the Chanel uh, bikini and shit, man. It's real. Uh, it made my dick hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, he, she has her mouth open with her tongue kind of out, like, mm, like you know, like she wants somebody to put a dick in. Anyway, he put an eggplant emoji over that shit. Drop a bomb for motherfucking Tyson Beffrey, man. <laughs> that was some real nigga shit yeah, after man. that pretty motherfucker. That's some real nigga shit right there. Uh, Kanye gonna whoop your motherfucking ass, nigga. He won't feel motherfucking ass. Like Dust metal. Let's Illuminati go. coming for Tyson. I wonder if Kanye's still Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah>. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so my dunce. So I'm like, I wonder if the Illuminati cut his ass off. <laughs> All right. So uh, my dunce gonna go to. We actually kind of talked about this nigga Derwin Davis, aka Pooch Hall. They got arrested for a DUI and child endangerment. Uh, motherfuckers, uh, this Wednesday, previous Wednesday, uh, somebody reported seeing a man driving a Chrysler 300 weaving in and out of traffic with a small child seated on his lap. Uh, when officers got to the fucking, uh, scene to the, uh, he crashed the vehicle. Uh, when officers got to the, uh, scene, Pooch was, um, obviously intoxicated and they, um, were under the assumption that he was letting his two-year-old son drive the vehicle I see while that he was shit, in his lap, man. man. I see that so, shit. Yeah, man. Pooch Hall, man. Uh, I don't know what to say, man. It's fucking bad parenting on your part. Definitely, <laughs> man. What the fuck, you, First man? of all, you drunk, and then you letting your two-year-old drive. I let my three-year-old drive one time, but we was in the neighborhood. She was sitting on my lap, and I was pressing the gas pedal, and I was actually, just, she was just holding the wheel. She wasn't doing nothing, but she thought she was driving. Made her day. She ain't never gonna forget that. And your son ain't never gonna forget that either. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's clap it up for Johnny as bad parenting. Now I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm fucking with you, man. Um, my dunce this week, and I need you to see my dunce this week. And I had that shit ready for your ass. Hold on, nigga. So my dunce this week is gonna go out to Lindsay Lohan. That's right. Lindsay Lohan, y'all. Y'all want to know what she did? <laughs> yeah, man. I think I know. But go ahead. Tell me. Have you watched this? 
<laughs> yes, yeah, I, I didn't watch it. I just uh, heard the sound bites. I want you to watch this because this shit is scary. I, I first of all, I just to describe it to y'all, you have to hit play. She went Instagram live because she seen a Muslim. Y'all can listen to the audio in the background. She seen a Muslim couple. I don't know if they were homeless. I don't know. They were just walking on the street don't with their kids. Me. Their kids. She was saying that they were trafficking their kids. <laughs> if you see the mother and father in this video, they're older people. She's bullshit speaking Arabic. That's fucked up. I don't know if she's on that shit right now. Like, she just got some good meth in her. She got some good coke in her. She high as shit, though. She's got to be high. If you can hear in the background, she's just talking gibberish following this family. Well, the dunce cap comes off when the when the mother decides to, when she reaches for one of the kids, the mother knocks her ass over. This shit is disturbing. I want to say pray for Lindsay Lohan, but fuck Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> that's just white people, man, doing the wrong thing. And that's what I was. That's what I was on with the uh, whole. Just like we don't know what really happened with that white woman and those Spanish people in that store. Yeah, we don't. Like we look at Lindsay Lohan. Let's say we took that fifteen. Let's say we took her Instagram live and took everything she said for real. They're trafficking these kids. I got to get these kids. Kids, come with me. Like, nigga, if you look at what's going on and use your two cents, these kids are with their mother and father, and they're trying to figure out who the fuck this white woman is trying to kidnap them. I hear talking fake, fake Arab fake or whatever you speak. Like, and it's nighttime. I was hoping it was daytime for her sake, but when I seen this video, I was like, yo, it's nighttime. I wonder how she feels. She is straight up coming from the club high as a motherfucker. <laughs> yo. Talk about shalom, shalom. I think they're kidnapping those kids over there. Oh, she shit. She put that bitch on live. <laughs> Her fans are even. Did you read the comments? Yeah. Did you read the comments? They're like, uh, I don't think those kids are being kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> hey, try to help you out, bitch. <laughs> this nigga, oh that's, God, this nigga that turned around and hit her. She's <laughs> on the ground. She was like, Oh my God. I am so scared. She pulled, you know, she pulled that card. I am so scared uh-huh. for my life right now. So scared. So, why you walking towards the drama? Bitch, leave them people alone, <laughs> man. God damn, man. Leave them goddamn people alone, Lindsay, man. That's my dunce medal, man. Wear that shit. True. All right. And then now what are we on? Man of the week? Person of the week. Oh, person of the week. Uh, I was going to get that shit to my boy, Russell Wilson. Shout out, Russell Stepping Wilson, up, being man. a uh, good stepdad, man. He was at the game this week, courtside with little future. <laughs> little Future. Little <laughs> Future. Little Future, man. And, man, you know, I'd be proud of Russell, man. That nigga's like, when chicks are like, they want a man, I think that's what they want. They want Russell Wilson, bruh. This thing is like the the gray. I ain't never heard a bad thing about him. It's true. It's <laughs> he true. steps up. That thing is like the. He seems like the perfect father. Seems like the perfect husband. Seems like a great quarterback. <laughs> Shout out to Russell Wilson, man. My doppelganger. Shout out Russell Wilson, man. You seem like a good person. <laughs> <laughs> seems like it. We don't know, man. You know Instagram. Everybody, everybody put their highlights on Instagram. <laughs> oh man uh, I gave my person the week uh, The chance to rapper He just donated a million dollars To uh, the Mental Health Society In Chicago Let me not spit this shit off Unfactually Man I be lazy sometimes 
Open up my phone again, nigga. Chill. Oh, let's see. Chill. Hey, they call that nigga Chill. philanthropist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> once again, Chance the Rapper is giving back to the hometown of Chicago in a major way. During the second annual summit for his nonprofit organization, Social Works, on Thursday, the 25 year old artist, yes, that nigga's 25, listen to his Joe Budden interview. That nigga is very mature for 25. Um, and philanthropist announced that he would be donating a million to mental health services in Chicago. We need a new space where people can get information on how they feel on where to go and a network for us to interact and review our mental health spaces and create a community of people healing people chance said during the summit so i'm proud to announce that i'm pledging a million dollars towards mental health services in chicago so shout out to chance man i learned a lot about chance in that interview man he does a lot for the people in chicago like he lives in chicago and every day he's working for the people which is probably why we haven't got an album since Coloring Book. True. And it's going to be a while before we get another album. That's what's Because listen to the interview, like, he's so invested in helping the people in Chicago. He gave, I think, two or three millions to raise a lot of money for the schools there. And now they had $2.2 million for the schools. And I think now they have better um, programs in certain schools. And that sh- I thought that shit was fantastic, man. Like, hearing yeah, him speak about up. what he did for the schools. I didn't know he was out there doing his thing like that. So that's why I'd be like, yo, why? fuck Kanye, man. Fuck him. Fuck Kanye, man. We got other black people. He's not the only black person. White people know who Chance is, too. Shout out Chance. <laughs> Shout out to Chance, man. <laughs> All right, man. We're going to hop it over to Johnny for, uh, for the motherfucking movie minute, man. All right, man. Hope y'all niggas ready, man. Oh, shit. This I, I never hard, know what y'all. it is. Ah, right, man. You know. It's a movie. It's actually... Uh, on Netflix, produced by World Star Hip Hop, the shit is called The After Party. Oh, that one? You yeah, watched that? Yeah, it was, okay. a com- it was a comedy. Uh, but yeah, shout out to World Star Hip Hop. It's their first um, scripted movie. Shout out World Star Hip Hop. Yep. Uh, the movie's about an aspiring rapper, uh, played by Kyle, the, a real life rapper. Um, and basically, he goes viral for. Um, I don't want to ruin the movie, but he goes viral. He's performing on stage. He thinks he's about to get his big break, and he goes viral for something that went terribly wrong. Um, and then he actually gets a chance to get invited to a after party later in the movie to redeem himself. Um, and, you know, the movie just crazy. It's just a wild night. It's him and his best friend going through life. He's about to graduate high school. Um, and it's a pretty good movie. Uh, it's a little cheesy at points. But French Montana in it, Tiana Taylor in it, Wiz Khalifa, yeah. Uh, a lot of people are in the movie, man. So it, it was good for World Star to get out there. Uh, I've been watching World Star for a minute. I don't watch oh, yeah. it as much as I used, used to. to yeah. uh, I used to watch that shit like every day. That immediate yeah, yeah. takeout. They used to be the daily news for niggas. Yeah, yeah, man. So it's cool to see World Star still out here making money, man. Um, but if I had to get that shit some waves. I know you'll be like, damn, the wave count going to be kind of low on this one. Oh, shit. But it's still a good listen. So I'm going to give it two and a half waves. I'm going to give it two and a half waves. So, I mean, it's worth watching. If you, but it's not gonna be. It's not a hood classic. Is this a Netflix and chill? Like we can start on it. But if oh, definitely Netflix and chill. Like yeah, okay, you can okay. definitely Netflix and chill this one. Netflix movie. Like y'all not going to care to see what happens at the end. Cool, cool, cool. So y'all, so all my. But if you make it to the end, you could be like, oh, okay. If you make it to the end, your game is whack. 
Male or female. Yeah, I say shoot. When you get to the T when Tiana Taylor enter the movie, you can go ahead and start playing with the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> if you go do that. If you go Netflix and chill it. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wise <laughs> well, words from a decent man. Alright, man. It's episode twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, yo! I visually was like imagining niggas on the couch inching their way. Like, oh, jukebox said when Tiana Taylor <laughs> coming to movie, they, we could go ahead and start playing with the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yo, that's a hot take. <laughs> oh man, it's time to reach down. <laughs> it's time to take my chance. <laughs> what happens if she says no? Yeah, I mean, no. Watch the rest of the movie. It was like, hey, you know, at the end of the night when you uh, walk into a car. Just be like, shit, you know what I did earlier? Uh, I'm sorry if I offended you or anything like that. I just thought we were ready for that step. But, you know, I'll let you make the move next time. Man, shout out Jukebox for the Me Too tips. Let's go. <laughs> hey, listen, man. It's been episode 22 of the Kick Shit Podcast. If you want more content from us, follow us on IG and Twitter at Dot. Oh, shit. IG and Twitter at Pod, And we have our own website, all our information is there. The men's forum is there. Go ahead, get on that men's forum. True. You can we'll comment. We'll get that YouTube cracking soon, though. I you got some comment. ideas for the YouTube. YouTube is coming soon, and if you need to contact us, hit kickingshitpot.com and hit the contact button, and you can write us an email there. If you got any forum suggestions, we're open to any forum suggestions. You can write us at kickingshitpot at gmail.com. That's K-I-C-K-I-N. We all know how to spell shitpot at gmail.com. Or you just hit the uh, website and contact us at kickingshitpot.com. We are on iTunes, people. We are on iTunes. It's not kickingshitpot on iTunes. It is K-S-P. Look for us on iTunes. And we're on FM Player. That's a Google app. So if you got a droid, just search K-S-P. You can go to Google and search K-S-P as well. And you will find all our episodes there. Other than that, yo, Jukebox Johnny, holler at the people. How can they find you? Yo, y'all can find me at Vapianos on Wednesdays. Um, besides that, you can find me on Twitter at Jukebox Johnny, J U K 3 B O X J O H N N Y. Um, and then you can find me on Instagram at J U K 3 B O X J O H N N Y. And it's your boy Soul Train Company. That's right, Jumpman Jones is the Soul Train Company on Instagram, like Soul of a Shoe, Soul Train Company. And on Twitter, it's Soul Train Co. Like the soul of a shoe. This has been episode twenty-two. We want to thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank for every thank thank you to everybody that's tuning in weekly. I see you, Chicago. I see you, Charlotte. I see you, Houston, Texas. I see you, Dallas. I see you, Florida. I see Anchorage, you, Alaska. South Carolina. I ain't seen Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, okay. Damn. <laughs> I see you, New York, man. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. And we will talk to you niggas next week. We'll be here. We'll be here. All right, man, get the fuck out of here. All right, man, see y'all niggas later, man. All right, bye.